My name is James Rowlands, and in 2015, I started a WNR podcast with my friend, Dan Mike. And every month, we bring you the latest collections, newest content, 205 Live, and the crown jewel of the WNR NXT update. Also, each month, the latest pay-per-views, and we are live, not only for the big four, but every takeover as well. Plus, in 2019, we go back 20 years and witness the attitude rise and the WCW's demise. Until we've watched everything, we're with you and we we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And today it's the WNR 224, and it's NXT TakeOver 25. We've had all the talk, and now we are live. But before we do anything, let's start with the alternate intro. And I know the spot, peace be at the fair. I'll be happy if I'll be there. No matter where I have a chance to be, Connecticut is the place for me. And we move on, and it is NXT TakeOver 25... What'd you think? Takeover, the title came from the NXT universe. They've been begging for something different, something of their own. It is not about what we think about this. It's what the NXT universe thinks. This is your show. Listen to this place. The next wave of superstars is upon us. They know it, they feel it. They are moments away. NXT! NXT! From setting the stage for career greatness. We are taking our... It's not about money, it's not about fame, it's not about any of that. You never know when the opportunity's gonna come again. That's why you push as hard as you can when you have the chance. It is about passion and their desire to be the best. Show's gonna take over, right? History made! This is a moment in time. The atmosphere is absolutely nuclear. The takeover is underway. You guys are NXT. Thank you for always believing, thank you for the support. And we'll see you next time. It's an event like no other. And the best is yet to come. This is TakeOver 25. What did you think of the opening promo? I thought it was quite entertaining. They showed a brief highlight reel of NXT throughout the years since it's begun. Uh, You know, showing all the various champions that they've had all the various moments it was it was a good insightful highlight reel i'd like to to have been a little bit more a little bit more in detail but it was good and brief and then they jumped on to kind of the rivalries that are going out throughout the matches as well which you know kind of highlights all to it without a doubt you know i, I especially felt that and you see they talk about the journeys 
uh, when it, it travelled to, and it definitely saw like the twenty five takeover twenty five. Even the kind of different uh, logos for each event kind of brought back memories as well, you know. And I, and I think that's good to see here tonight. Hopefully, we can have a great night. We've talked about it for the live pre show. We've got Mara Ronaldo, Nigel McGuinness, and not Percy Jackson slash Watson, but Beth Phoenix on commentary. Uh, but bonus predictions, Dan, quickly. Do you want to explain the bonus league for everybody or the prediction league? Sorry. Well, the prediction league, we have three leagues. We have an NXT takeover or an NXT league now because it includes the WWE uh, NXT UK league. We have the WWE pay-per-view league and we have the bonus prediction league as well. We get points for wins in vic- in uh, predictions throughout the pay-per-views and then it goes on for a point in uh, subsequent so- leagues. At the moment with NXT TakeOvers, what's the score? We are 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. 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 So, yes, 2-all. But it's be very important. We just say shot the system. Hit. And uh, we're wondering, and it's Roderick Strong going to come out and start with Matt Riddle. So, let's open up our predictions then. And uh, we start off here with predictions. And I, I go first of the night. And uh, to, get, to get started on this nice and quickly, I have gone for... I've got Matt Riddle in this match. I have gone for Matthew, Matthew Riddle, Riddle. What, bro. What are your reasons to go for the bro, bro? Um, well, I think, you know, the way this story is going to play out is that um, Roderick Strong's going to lose. The Undisputed Era might win. Adam Cole might win. So it kind of, you know, puts the emphasis on, you know, well, why haven't you won Strong? Yeah, I know. That'd be quite a cool little storyline if they do. Uh, it's interesting, and I think Matt Riddle needs a victory now. I never thought I'd actually say that, but I, I do think he actually needs to get a victory because he's lost his dream. He's lost in a tag team match recently, so I think that would be interesting. Uh, kind of here tonight, see him get the job done. What have you thought of the build-up? I mean, to this match, not really been that much, has it really? It hasn't really. No, I think um, the build-up to this match is kind of setting Roddy Strong up to lose. This is kind of like the most confident I am going for a pick. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Riddle definitely needs a victory. I think Strong's expendable when it comes to this point. Uh, and I think we might see that. And as I say, Riddle's here at TakeOver and he's got to prove a point. I mean, for Strong, though, he's got to avoid the yeah, Brian Mission. We see that could be. And will the Undisputed Era play a role in all, all night? We talk about numbers games and stuff like this. Will we see maybe Fish and uh, O'Reilly in this one? Or are they too prepared for their tag team match later on? Um. I think, you know, this is going to be one where they're going to have to go it alone. Maybe it's a chance for the Undisputed Era to finally prove it. And here we go. The lights are gone. Great start to take over. <laughs> Indeed, yes. But the spotlight is on at the moment and a bit of Matt Wrestling to begin. I think Strong can handle his own to an extent. I think he's not bad. He's not a bad worker, is he, you know? And, you know, we've seen Matt Riddle on... Uh during the NXT programming that he's had his ribs and back taped up, that is certainly going to uh, aid the Messiah of the backbreaker. Yeah, I'm not sure if Riddle was sent kind of going into this match. And like I said, Strong can target that back and make Riddle pay. Maybe Riddle thought coming to WWE would be an easy step after being UFC for that amount of time. But, you know, Matt Riddle has started strong. There's a bit of chain wrestling. He tried to get the bro mission locked in on Roderick Strong, but Strong managing to escape it. And they're kind of uh, backing up to the ropes. Now Roderick Strong starting to uh, get the strikes on uh, Matt Riddle. But I think the thing I like about takeovers as well is that, you know, this match already started. It's going to be over before we know it, really. And on to the next match. They're not kind of like 
outstanding matches at the moment. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Riddle versus Strong on an episode of NXT, I think, you know, yeah, that'd be quite good. But on a TakeOver event, I think we've seen better in the past opening matches. And I think Matt Riddle needs to get the fans behind him and show he's in the right position for an opening spot, if you know what I mean. But do you think it is, um, we say, like, you know, being in the main event of a pay-per-view is quite a... Quite a spot to be in, but do we think being in the opening event as well? It's kind of you know you you've got to set the president of the show out, yeah. going out first. You got to get them hooked in, haven't you? You know, get them excited, yeah. and I think that's a vital role for an opening encounter. And Matt Riddle there, he's uh, sent Roderick Strong to the outside. He comes running round, uses a steps as kind of a a stepping stone, and comes through with a huge flying forearm, takes out Roddy Strong. And now Riddle with the kicks and sending Strong back in. Riddle's certainly full of energy. Without doubt, but catches Strong again with a forearm. Now both men on the apron, both training forearms. And knees sending Riddle back into the ring post. Oh, and there's Roderick Strong dropping him back first on the edge of the ring apron. Well, huge impact there. Riddle's down, maybe out. And now maybe Strong could take advantage in this match. A huge chop sending Riddle back into the corner. And would another loss really affect Matt Riddle's psychology in NXT? Well, he has, you know, he's uh, he's stuck and then he's kind of uh, dipped down a bit. You know, losing to Velveteen Dream. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously getting pinned in the tag team match as well. And you think about the house shows, he's been facing uh, Adam Cole coming up short as well. It's a bit of a weird uh, situation he finds himself situation. in. Situation. And Roderick Strong maybe going to take advantage the confidence, you know, they take a shot sometimes. Matt Riddle holding on to the rope, blocking Roderick Strong. Huge exchange of strikes in the middle of the ring. Roderick Strong coming off the ropes, catching him, planting him with an Irinagi backbreaker. And that is beautiful, Rod- Roderick Strong. Like you said, he's so technical in the ring, such a kind of safe worker. You don't really see him making many mistakes. No. Now, back in the attack, you want to see a bit of fire as well, and he's on the attack. Huge ground and pound, and then dropping the knee to the middle of the back. Has Matt Riddle taken the uh, not wearing his bandages and strapping because he don't want to target? Or is that a mistake from Riddle? Should he have him taped up just to be on the safe side? I think it should be just on the safe side. You know, if the doctors have ordered for it, I think it would be a mistake because Roderick Strong already knows. It, like I said, the Undisputed Era will be sat down and come up with a game plan for each one here tonight. And especially this one, if Strong can get the victory, he puts himself in a, a great position to either challenge for North American Championship or even the NXT title with uh, Adam Cole. He's not successful here tonight. So, this is a, a vital match for Roderick Strong and his crew in NXT. Well, potential number one contenders match, yeah. And you talk about, we talked about in the live show, if Strong's not successful here tonight, this might be his last in, in, in the era. So, you've got to think, job security for him is vital to get a victory here tonight. But would he be replaced or would they just go back to their three-man team that they started off with? Because, you know, Roderick Strong was kind of only bought in because he was going to replace... Bobby Fish while he was out injured. Well, I think this is an interesting thing. I think they can work as a free, make more sense. But now with a North American title, they kind of need a fourth man who would, you know, kind of join them in that way to go for it. Unless Cole wants to go for that one and they get someone in to go for the NXT Championship. So the options are open for the Undisputed. And if Strong can win, we won't be talking about that. We'll be looking at Adam Cole later tonight and saying, you need to get the victory here. <laughs> well, Matt Riddle there got the cradle for Strong, but Strong managing to kick out. Ah. Uh. But Strong with kind of like an angle slam. Goes for the cover. But no, Riddle managing to kick out. Uh-huh. And both men bringing it now. Riddle seems a little bit out of it. Well, Strong's picking up Riddle. 
They might be going for a gory special. No, but Riddle oh. trying to go for the bro mission, but Strong rolls through. Kick to the midsection. Oh, my God. A brain duplex for Matt Riddle, though. And Strong landed on the back of his head. And now Riddle with a shots to Strong. Goes for the flurry of palm strikes. Kick to the midsection. Follows up with a knee and a jumping forearm. And there's no doubt Matt Riddle is such a dangerous striker. A Pele kick sends Roddy Strong into the corner. Matt Riddle nips up to his feet. Well, bad back and all, because running into the corner. Running forearm, follows up with a second. A bro splode a suplex. <laughs> and Roderick Strong is in all sorts of trouble at the moment. Was it, it a bro splode or an ex-broder? It might be ex-broder, sounds better. Bro salt missed. Sent on, or broton hit. Running kick to the chest. Goes for the cover, but no, Roderick Strong up at two. Two. And Riddle is desperate to put Strong away soon, because that lower back... Must be killing him. We don't know how much he's got left in him. But this is what takeover's all about. Setting the standard here. Roderick Strong escaping the gut rent, but just gets caught in a few Daniel Bryan-style kicks to the chest. Well, the bro kicks take out Roderick Strong. Running kick attempt, but ducked by Strong. He gets Riddle up on his shoulders, but Riddle with a backslide. Ripcord knee to the midsection. But no, GTS into Bridged out German, but only a two. Two. That Riddle using the GTS, James? Well, Thoughts? Well, I'm a huge fan of it. Does use the wrong leg as well, but still. Nearly put Strong away. Strong looked out of it. Maybe Matt Riddle can't pick up a victory here in NXT at the moment. Now the forearms to Strong. They're going to pick him up and slam him, but the knees gets an escape from Roddy Strong. Kicks him back to the corner. But he runs into a boot from Riddle. Step oh. up in Seguri as Matt was perched on the top turnbuckle. Knocks him for six. Well, the bro may be out. Can Strong capitalise on top? He's got him all the way up. Superplex from Roddy Strong to... Oh, oh. no. Riddle managing to kick out. Oh. Well, the height he got there must be at least 10 foot in the air. At least 12 foot up. Crashing down to the mat. Well, now Strong wondering what's it going to take. Riddle, Riddle will trying to fight out. Both men exchanging yay on a punches in the middle of the ring. And it's just a, just a complete slugfest at the moment. Riddle with a kick dodged by Strong. A strong with a forearm, but Riddle flipping over. Oh, trying to go for a powerbomb, but his back gave way. Kick oh. to the face and a step up in Seguri. Running knee straight to the jaw of Riddle. And a forearm, forearm, forearms by Strong. Slams Riddle down. Strong slam. One, two... Oh, and I think Riddle hurt his back kicking out. Uh, well, the fans get into that. That was strong. Talk about a motivated performance. Most definitely, yeah. Well, we can't see the crowd, but I assure you they're cheering. They are very loud, yes. <laughs> and can Strong put Riddle away? Looking for the Boston Crab. Uh, but Riddle knows as he's caught. Kicks him out of the ring. But Strong back on it, looking for the knee. Riddle ducks it, catch him with a kick. Ripcord knee, drops strong where he stands. Gut wrench powerbomb, flips him over, knee to the jaw. One, two, no. Right, credit to Roderick Strong there for kicking out. Ah, well done. That knee looked like it folded him up. And now Riddle's going to look to put him away in spectacular fashion. Oh, corkscrew moonsault, but Strong had the knees up. Knees up, Mother Brown. Roderick Strong with a running knee. And he hits him in a gut buster and strong again. 
Double underhook powerbomb in the pin. One, two. Oh, oh. no. Riddle kicking out. Uh. But Roderick Strong turns it into a really high Boston crab. And your lower back has been all sorts of trouble. Riddle might have to look at trying to save his career now, not just this match. Struggling to get there and Strong cleverly turn him around. Oh, Drag- my God. Drags him back and then just plants the knee into the back. And Riddle in all sorts of trouble. And the up kicks now. <laughs> Right to Strong's face, but he catches it. Strong looking to catch him with a huge <laughs> forearm. Riddle ducks out of the way, locks in the bro mission. And he's got Strong. Strong won't tap yet. Oh, and Riddle turning it around. Vicious elbows to the jaw. Roderick Strong catches the arm. Oh, fair blade of Strong. Thought that was over. Oh, my God. And Riddle's got him up. Slams him down to three. And Matt Riddle wins. <laughs> Fucking hell. Whoa. Was that a great match? Is that just me? What What the... I need to catch my breath after that match. Yeah. That was absolutely fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? I never thought I would enjoy Roderick Strong, Matt Riddle match that much. But that was really, really good. Great opening to NXT. Uh, yeah, sorry, Dan. What were your thoughts on that match? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Very fast pace credit where it's due to both of these guys i mean it was an absolute back and forth match it it seemed like it went on for ages but it was over quickly yeah it's mental wasn't it it was a great story to, i thought strong was actually going to win it at certain points and that's what makes it a great wrestling match when you forget i mean the, the kind of the forearms that he used and getting out the bro mission and Matt riddle i mean he may be a cunt with the the, the bro gimmick but Really kind of exciting to watch him ring as well. So uh, a great way to start off TakeOver 25. And with points, we both get a point for that dance. We start off with a victory. Perfect score is on here. It is 1-0 with four to go. (laughs) And Matt Riddle there getting him. And fair play to Matt Riddle. Oh, that Super Smiley fan's got a friend in a yellow T-shirt now. So we get an advert for Super Showdown, which will be super shitty. But we'll still bring you that. And that'll be in the podcast after the WNR 225. Lovely. And now we're getting an advert for WWE. Buy some t-shirts. Mm. See Johnny Gagano training with a bit of string. Yeah, he's getting ready for tonight. He's getting pumped. As he's getting to the rare as well. <laughs> as he can't see down there. <laughs> as he's getting ready to defend Goldie here tonight. And in the crowd, these two young up-and-comers, Dan. <laughs> well, I think these are going to be the next... Uh... <laughs> Challenges for the NXT Championship. We've got Shawn Michaels and the Road Dog Jesse James, both proudly showing off their uh, Hall of Fame rings. Shawn's got two, Road Dog's got one. Well, up next, this should get very interesting because the NXT Tag Team titles are on the line in a ladder match. We've got Lorcan and Birch. Undisputed Era. The Street Profits. And the Forgotten Sons. So here we go. We have raided Monday Night Raw. Since we still have these, we're out here to relinquish them. That leaves us without NXT Tag Team Champions. There are many deserving teams here in NXT. And they will compete for the NXT Tag Team Championships at NXT TakeOver in a ladder match. He really wants to put us in a ladder match. Us. We are the Undisputed Era. We take what's ours, always have, always will. History will repeat itself when we take those NXT Tag Team titles. 
takeover really could be their magnum opus. The only way to be remembered seems to be pain, suffering. The savages of NXT, Steve Cutler, Wesley Blake, the Forgotten Sons. This is our battlefield, and you will never forget us. How do you prepare for a team that's got nothing to lose and everything to gain? Oni Lark and Danny Burke gunning for the NXT Tag Team Titles. This is our opportunity. Street progress is for everybody. That's why we party. That's why we rejoice with the people. So if you don't love this, like we do, Matches are done. This is the sight that you're gonna see. The Street Profits, the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Four-way ladder match to determine the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Well, this all began thanks to the Viking Raiders' experience of war, of war being the dominant team in NXT and laying down their belts. Was that the right move, Dan, do you reckon? Um, it depends if they're going to be a hit on Raw and SmackDown or not. <laughs> yeah. But I, I what do you not. think about people laying down their titles when they move up? Do you think they should put someone over before they leave, or do you think that's the right way of doing it I, if they're good? I think they should put people over, but I think in... The Oscar case of their undefeated streak being used, even though they killed it on the main roster, and the fact that the uh, Viking War Raid experience uh, are undefeated may be the best way of doing it, but they could have lose, lost it in a multi-man match. They're, the War Raiders are doing nothing at the moment. Why wouldn't they be involved in this match? You know what I'm saying? Like, No, no offence to the Forgotten yeah, Sons. Yeah, but, yeah, I see exactly how you're going with that, yeah. You know, they could have lost this in the ladder and it wouldn't have been a problem, so... You know, we've talked about favourites here tonight for the build-up, and maybe the Forgotten Sons are the kind of... I, I think the Street Profits are the dark horses in this, but I really want Lorcan and Birch to hopefully get the job done. It's not been a bad build-up, though, has it? We've seen it the past couple of weeks of NXT TV, with uh, the ladder being involved, the Unsputed Era having the last laugh. Well, my heart certainly does say Lorcan and Birch to win. I'd love to see Well, Dan, what does your head say, then? Who have you gone for in this match? Well, Jay, it might surprise you, but I have gone for... And new tag team champions, the Undeserving Era. The Undeserving Era. I, too, Dan, have gone Undeserving Era in this match. I think it makes the most sense in in, in any case to win. What are your thoughts behind your pick? Yeah, I completely agree with you. It makes most sense for them to win it. It's kind of, I want to see Adam's Cold prophecy come true. Yeah, in a weird way. We do, do we, you know? Like we've heard about it for so long, and now would be a perfect example of uh, the prophecy being right here tonight. But we don't know. This is Street Profits, probably the biggest match they've had at TakeOver, and maybe the Street Profits as well. But be interested in the response. Did I say them twice? At Street Profits, biggest match at TakeOver, as well as the Forgotten Sons. But they'll be ready here tonight. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this should be a great match. We are... 
waiting for, of course, all four teams to go ahead with the ladders here. But the last ladder match we had was Dan in NXT. What was it? DIY? North American. North American. It was the North American Championship. Of course, Adam Cole winning that one. Will the Undisputed Era have that luck here tonight? We both think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Basler wins, I'm going to flip. Yeah, honestly, because I hate Basler. <clears throat> I fucking hate one. Yeah, yeah, boy! Yeah. Uh, here come one and two, Lorcan and Birch, and can they do the unthinkable here tonight? If they do that, it'll be the ha- best takeover moment of all time. Back down with the question is, with the titles on the line, have the Undisputed Era put a massive target on their back by attacking these three teams recently? I think they must actually have done, yes, because uh, they're certainly going to have all eyes gunning for them. But you never know, it might play into their favour. Well, we'll see what happens as we wait for Fish and O'Reilly to come out. Can they become tag team champions? Be Bobby Fish's first time, because of course Kyle O'Reilly held it with Roderick Strong. They'll become the first ever free time NXT tag team champions. And Kyle O'Reilly is ready. And this should be a great match. We see the ladders around ringside. This will be a dangerous environment. And as only Lorcan said earlier on Twitter, he's here to eat ladders. Nom, nom, nom. <clears throat> well, we're all looking at the prize, and we are guaranteed new tag team champions here tonight. And it starts <laughs> off in a huge flurry of fighting. Well, they're going for it on the outside. And no Jack- Jackson Ryker. Yeah, I was about to say that as well. And they didn't come out, so it is just the eight men, which is going to be difficult to follow anyway. And O'Reilly... And Fish are in there with Ford. And here comes Steve Cutler in getting caught. And the Undisputed Era might have a game plan already just to take out everybody together. Yeah, Blake's in now. Dragon screw leg whip. What did you say it was? Dragon screw leg whip. What? A whip? Whip. Well, they're going to work now on Cutler. And there's Lorkin putting the ropes down. Here we go, Bert. There you go. You want to fight? Goodbye, Undisputed Era. We've seen these two teams clash before on on takeovers. Huge forearms. Come on, my bald-headed warriors. You can get the job done here tonight. Bald, purple-headed warriors. <clears throat> I know, Riley and Fish just double-teaming, but a nice headbutt by Birch. <laughs> Nearly knocks himself out. Only Lorcan in there fighting with some chops to both Fish and O'Reilly. And now the Undisputed Era cleared the ring again. Well, there's only one problem with their strategy at the moment as they take out Dawkins. They've got no ladder. <laughs> well, they've cleared the ring to get themselves a ladder. And what's better than one ladder, Dan? Two ladders. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, Fish just realised the problem. He's got the ladders in the hand. Jesus Christ. I think that was Wesley Blake there. Just went head first into that ladder. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Now Cutler back to his feet. Dragging two ladders. He gets caught by Lorcan and Birch. Well, this is a dangerous environment. Someone's seriously going to get hurt here. Even more than he already is (laughs) in the case of... uh, Blake. Well, let's see if they might be going for the Johnny Gagano Award here tonight. And here comes uh, Dawkins on top. Oh, <laughs> dear. And he's the biggest man in the match, and he's just wiped out everyone. The crowd loving the Street Profits at the moment. Ford and Dawkins both in the ring, setting up a ladder, looking to get this one over quickly. But O'Reilly and Fish in to cut them off. Drag them back first off the ladder. And now it's their chance to go up and get the gold. Oh, shit. I think Cutler pushed the ladder and <laughs> O'Reilly went back first into the side of it. Either he's really good at selling or that fucking hurt. That looked like it killed. I think that was Blake, actually, a bit payback earlier. Take out Danny Birch on the side and only Lorkin. And this is Street Profits in charge at the moment. Uh, 
It's the Forgotten Sons at the moment in charge, but here come the Street Profits. Oh, both Forgotten Sons wearing the ladder lock. It's a hat. Taking out both members of the Street Profits. Well, they've shown that they're the best team at the moment. Lorcan and Birch attempt, they duck it. No. German ladder. (laughs) That ladder is like a dart. Landy could have decapitated someone. O'Reilly, I think. Right, O'Reilly is getting fucked up in this match. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, the ladder landed on O'Reilly. O'Reilly's just rolling himself (laughs) out of the ring, out of harm's way for now. Lorcan and Birch with the ladder. Can they set it up? No. Dawkins and Ford back in. Exploder from Dawkins. Ford throwing Birch into Dawkins into a spine buster. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, my word. That was some height off that uh, frog splash. I think he hit the lights. Now the Street Prophet's got the ladder, and here comes Wesley. Down goes Blake. Is he busted over, or is that? And Blake's in serious trouble. Are they looking at the heart attack on the ladder? Oh! And Wesley Blake... He's down, and I think out, and here comes Cutler. Oh, fuck! He gets flapjacked face the ladder. What the fuck? And the Street Prophet's not finished yet. <laughs> oh, but Fish is in. Oh! oh. Fucking hell, O'Reilly. He drop kicks. <laughs> he drop kicked uh, Dawkins, and I think he landed an elbow onto Cutler. He hit the back of the ladder, but he's back up. Bobby Fish loads him up. Oh, my God. Oh! Oh, code breaker into a German suplex onto the ladder. Well, the fans shouting this is awesome, and it is. This is painful. Oh, my goodness. Ford just springs a flat ladder. That's a steel ladder, folks. There's no gift to that. O'Reilly's back is busted open. And takes out Dawkins. The only few there might be thankfully trying to end this. Only Lorkin chop into the ring. Well, him and Danny Birch, always tough son of a guns, getting up but not down. I have no idea how Cutler's up, but he's down again. I think O'Reilly fell off the ladder again. Smash his face open. <laughs> yeah, but he broke his jaw on the ladder. But he's telling Bobby Fish to go climb for the gold. And now he's stopping Wesley Blake from getting in. Credit to that. Oh, no. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Well, Blake powerbombs O'Reilly into the ladder, sending Fish off of the ladder. He lands on top of Carl O'Reilly. Oh, shit me. Oh, uh, Carl O'Reilly's low back. Didn't have enough punishment. <laughs> and currently is vying himself for the Johnny Gagano Award for most punishment <laughs> taken in a match. Well, we thought Finn Balor took a lot of punishment at the Money in the Bank. But they're just trying to kill O'Reilly. Well, they can't fight forever because these six, the eight men might kill themselves. No, I'm not saying that. I was going to say, don't chant that. You can chant by me if you want. <laughs> well, you brought it up. And the Forgotten Sun somehow getting to their feet. Credit to Cutler. Carlo Riley's underneath the ladder. Not a good position for you, mate. And Carlo Riley grabs the leg and Cutler's submitting, but count in this match. And now it's just Blake with a kick to O'Reilly. Throws him to the outside. And Bobby Fish with a kick, but Wesley Blake's got him. And what's Cutler going to do? Foot stomp off the top. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, the amount of punishment each team has taken. And how high up was he? At least 12 foot there. At least 14 foot up in the air. Cutler can barely stand. Blake's trying to pull himself up the ladder. And the Forgotten Sons might become remembered, becoming NXT Tag Team Champions. Dawkins and Birch both getting uh, members of the Forgotten Sons up on their shoulders. 
Looking, looking perched up top. Huge forearm taking him out. It turned him inside out, and now they've got Blake up. And Ford, a blockbuster off the shoulders of Dawkins. Wow, man. This is incredible. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah. It's like a car crash. Oh, my God. <clears throat> O'Reilly barely able to pull himself back in the ring. Whoever wins this deserves to be champion. Without to say, any of the four teams now that win, credit to that. They have put it all on the line, and now Kyle O'Reilly, how he's up, I do not know. Well, he's barely up. He's kind of <laughs> dragging himself up the ladder. Poor fucker. Has he got internal bleeding? Uh, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it looks like he's bleeding from the inside. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. And Jackson <laughs> Reich has come back for a bit of payback. <laughs> O'Reilly sees him and the fucking visuals sends him scrambling up the ladder. Well, anything goes, let's not forget. Oh, poor O'Reilly. Oh, oh. Powerbomb back first into a ladder. Danny Birch gets planted. Maybe Ford will have more success. Nope. He gets sent straight over the top rope to the outside. And now Bobby Fish. Iranagi for him. Uh-oh. Well, I think Jackson Reich has made all the difference here tonight. Dawkins trying to climb the ladder, but he just gets it tipped up. Well, Jackson Reich has made all the difference. Well, that ladder was used as a weapon against him. He just sends a ladder into <laughs> Dawkins. Oh, maybe a bit too much there, as Riker seems to be enjoying it. And only Lawkins back to his feet. Oh! Back body drop, back first into the ladder. Oh, and it's all about Jackson Riker at the moment. And Riker now just looking around for his forgotten sons. Ford's back in, and Ford's back out. Oh, no, Kyle O'Reilly, why would you do it? But O'Reilly and Fish both attacking Riker. Lawkin <laughs> and Birch and Montez Fins are all Jumping on the bandwagon, stomping the shit out of Jackson Riker. Well, that's what you get when you get involved in a match. And they're all getting on the ladder. Oh, six men slamming it into his back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you call teamwork. Riker gets his just desserts. They're back to fighting one another. <laughs> <laughs> Take out the com- common enemy and then just go back to obliterating each other. And Riker, credit to him, still gets to his feet on the apron. <laughs> And they're going to go for the belts, but they realise Vike is still up. Oh, as they spear the ladder into him, <laughs> send him off the edge of the ring apron. <clears throat> and Riker's still not down. Well, how the hell is he getting up? Montez Ford springing over the top, taking out Riker. <laughs> well, the unspeaker can't believe it, but now there's a chance. Riker's still sitting up, though. Even Fish is like, are you kidding? Billy Lorkin sacrificing himself over the top. Dawkins and he gets taken out by the ladder. Danny Birchin. Come on, Birchie. Drop kicks the ladder, takes out both members of the Undisputed Era. God. He doesn't hear that. Well, this has been unbelievable stuff. And now Lorkin and Birch. Old uppercut to the armpit. Throws Bobby Fish shoulder first into the corner. Turn her attentions to O'Reilly. <laughs> O'Reilly doesn't need to Step up into Guri. Explode a suplex. <laughs> and Forgotten Sun's up. And down. Those Ford and Dawkins. And now they're going to look to sandwich the Street Profits. And ladder toe. Squashing the Street Profits in between two ladders. And they're not finished yet. And they're not targeting the ring. Targeting the Forgotten Sons. Uh, all three members taken up by the ladder. And now is this Lorcan and Birch's chance? Climb that ladder. Come on, boys. Get them belts. It's your time, boys. Climb to victory. And they're going up. 
Now O'Reilly and Fish back in to stop the climb. And the undisputed era. I don't, still don't know how they function properly, but now they've got another ladder. Oh dear. Oh, Bubba. Oh my God, Lorkin and Birch trying to fight their way up but getting stopped by the undisputed era. Lorkin's fallen off, but Danny Birch is still climbing to glory until he gets met by Carl O'Reilly. Now Lorkin, Birch, O'Reilly and Fish perched up on top of that ladder. Are both teams so close to the gold. Yet so far. Look at, oh, look at the Forgotten Sons got both ladders. Uh-oh. They split the ladders and send everyone crashing out and down. Well, we saw Fish land on the ladder on the outside. As you can see Birch's body. Oh, my God. And now it's the Forgotten Sons. And now look at this Forgotten Sons. And, oh, my God, speared by Dawkins. Taking out Cutler. Ford oh. springs across. <laughs> takes out Blake. And now it's his chance. Street Profits. Get the titles. Wow. And your new NXT Tag Team Champions. I said they were the Dark Horses. They are your champions now. What an incredible match that was. Credit to every single team involved there. That was something else. Damn. And Jackson Riker. And Jackson Riker. Damn, what are your thoughts? Absolutely fucking madness. It was uh, a complete just destruction derby. Carnage. <coughs> what team won it? Well, well, I think, like I said, any of the teams winning this one is incredible performance by Dawkins and Ford. And maybe the prophecy, again, is not coming true for the Undisputed Era, but what a big moment for the Street Profits. Getting the victory, and you can see the drinks on them here tonight as they celebrate. And what a fantastic performance. Each team literally killing themselves here tonight to put on a great match. And can we have a special shout-out for handsome Carl O'Reilly's back? He is nominated alongside Finn Balor. Finn Balor. He's nominated alongside Finn Balor for the Johnny Gargano War for most punishment taken in the match. As we see the end, the spear by Dawkins and then Ford springing board. Beautiful athleticism, knocking Blake off the ladder. But like I said, credit to every single team. <laughs> so that means, Dan, the perfect score is no longer on. We don't get a point. Both went on to era. Street Profits win, so it's one all going into our third match. So we see Shai backstage get ready for the big women's championship match later. Shania Basler. She's got a friend in Candice LeRae there as well. So she won't be that outnumbered come the title match. But up next it is the North American title on the line. And it's the Velveteen Dreamer champion going against the returning Tyler Breeze. And let's have a look at the promo. Tyler Breeze, I remember you. Look, everyone, it's Tyler! Here comes the magic. God. Three, two, one. I'm gorgeous, in case you haven't noticed. They're excited to see Tyler Breeze, but I'm excited to be Tyler Breeze. I'm ready. Do you remember Tyler? The night Tyler Breeze found out that he was going to Raw or SmackDown, you could see the fear in your eyes. But it was the last time that you ever got a standing ovation. Breeze, do you remember? It's Tyler Breeze! Tyler Breeze! We're about to give WWE a much-needed 
facelift. Do you even remember what the spotlight feels like? They say that Tyler Breeze was the man. And look at you now. You're standing in the spotlight, but it's a little too hot for you, Tyler. Oh, let's cool this out. Let's cool this. The NXT universe has upgraded their cellular plan. The upgrade, the Velveteen Dream. The Purple Prince of Pugilism. Sold out arenas. And always commands the spotlight. Velveteen. Velveteen. And the spotlight has never shone brighter for the Velveteen Dream. You can't just feel the dream, and you can't just hold on to the dream. Quite frankly, I'm too big to hold. Oh, wow. Oh, wait a second. Is it? Prince Pretty's back at full sail. Prince Pretty is home. I remember Tyler Breeze. He wasn't just gorgeous, he wasn't just a pretty face. He was a staple of NXT. Just because you couldn't cut it on Monday and Tuesday nights doesn't mean you get to come to NXT and demand a spotlight. You had a great career in NXT, Tyler Breeze. Not a career worthy of coming back and demanding an NXT North American Championship opportunity. That North American Championship inspires me. Tyler Breeze, you have never had gold, and you are a phony. You are the great value version of the Velveteen Dream, and you know it. And I think it's about time that Prince Pretty pushed you out of my spotlight. Oh, Prince Pretty Tyler Breeze is looking to reclaim the spotlight and win the North American title. So Tyler Breeze returned to uh, kind of basically mock Velveteen Dream for taking his kind of Prince Pretty gimmick, you know, and they've had a bit of a a set to between each other. He's come and he wanted to take a selfie with Velveteen Dream, ended up knocking him out. And, you know, let's not forget that Tyler Breeze has been here since the first TakeOver event. He was kind of at the top of the pile at that point as well. Um, he's gone up to the main roster where he's floundered about and he received a standing ovation when he left and finally made it up to the top. Uh, but he's come back to where he likes to call home. Without a doubt, you know, and it is Tyler Breeze's home. And I said at the time when we went back and talked about it, I said he had potential if he was a couple of inches taller to kind of be in the next Shawn Michaels mould of how good a worker he was. And we saw what happened on the main roster. He's treated on superstars, the main event team, Fandango. The fashion files I, I enjoyed, but the thing is it turned him into a joke character and I think it's a chance in XT to do that. I had a really strong feeling he's going to go over here tonight. But uh, prediction-wise, I have gone for Velveteen Dream. I scrubbed out Breeze and put Dream down. I did tell you about it as we were doing predictions as well. Who have you gone for in this match, Dan? I have gone for the Velveteen Dream. I didn't write anyone else in and scrubble them out. But I think what's going to make this victory even better is if the Tyler Breeze does win it. And then you've actually put his name down crossed it out <laughs> and replaced it with Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Breeze, to have a shot redemption here tonight, walk away as North America champion, would show that he's back and he means business and the Dream feud will continue with him. Okay, then. So, if you could, would you change your mind now? Not right now, no, because I think the Dream's going to retain and I think we're going to see total changes happening later on. Although, don't forget, total change just after a total change. We've seen new tag team champions. Mm. But I think what we might see in this one is Tyler Breeze pushing Dream to the limit and having a little bit of respect 
at the end because that is what take uh, NXT is usually about, isn't it? It is indeed. Yes, you know, uh, we've seen the Velveteen Dream go on his journey to try and get a bit of respect for wrestlers, and he earned it from Alistair Black. Mm. Without a doubt, and that's kind of made Dream hot since then, hasn't it? You know, you think about all the success that he's had, and you wouldn't think anybody else in his position, and even though it's not had the biggest build-up, it's still one that fans are going to be definitely excited about, and seeing Prince pretty back. Tyler! The great thing about Dream is he's going to have a different attire and a weird entrance maybe as well. As long as Tyler Breeze hasn't got his selfie stick. He hasn't. No, but Tyler Breeze looking ready for action here. I'm a huge fan of Tyler Breeze, and it is great seeing him in action. I think it's gonna, they can tell a great story, him and Velveteen Dream in this one as well. That they can bring someone like Tyler Breeze. I mean, you know, he hasn't been the biggest hit for the past three years on the main roster, but he's come back and he's straight into an NXT TakeOver match. And I think it shows if, fan, you know, if, the, if talent is unhappy on the main roster... Like putting back in NXT, you know, like I'm not saying the revival, but there's other tag teams and other talent that go back down and really give it a shot, you know, in helping NXT. If you want to make it an alternative to WWE and even AEW, you know, that is what could work. And it's great to see Breeze back and be able to uh, pick up where he left off, so to speak. <coughs> I know, so the women's match is going to be. And here comes the dream with his third eye, uh, my purple headed warrior. And here comes the dream, dressed as Prince. Certainly um, a very extravagant entrance, well, when to we, say the least. This is a, a beauty of the dream. It's been organic here in NXT. He's allowed to develop the character that he's wanted. And it's ended up like this. And Tyler Breeze is non-plus by this. It's the keys to victory, I think, with Tyler Breeze. If he wants to get a job done with Dream, uh, the thing is, Dream's riding a lot of confidence at the moment. You need to knock his confidence. Maybe get the crowd to chant more for Tyler Breeze than Velveteen Dream. And that will take him out of his game a little bit as well. He loves to have his control of the crowd and Breeze might be one to kind of break that. As for moves in themselves, both men offered very varied offence, didn't they, you know? They do indeed, yeah. It's going to be a very interesting match. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it unfold. Without a doubt, we've got the Purple Rainmaker against the Beauty Shop. Bet he's got... <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> but let's not forget Velveteen Dream knocked off Matt Riddle, last takeover. So, like I said, riding a wave of confidence leading into this one. But when you talk about confident performers, put in a situation. Situation. Tyler Breeze is usually the last one standing. Uh, North America title's not been around for long, but we've had four champions, Dan. Adam Cole, Ricochet, Johnny Gagano and Velveteen Dream. Yeah, so will we have a fifth one here tonight with Tyler Breeze? The bell is rung and it means business. Velveteen Dream's not even out of his ring attire yet. Well, Dan, the gloves are off. <gasps> Throwing them. At... Well, Prince Pretty won't be happy about that. But giving Dream a round of applause. He won't be affected by mind games, no doubt about that. <clears throat> I'm glad he hasn't got them really, really stupidly, ridiculously furry bottom trousers. <laughs> I think Breeze means business here. Maybe he's Tyler showed... Breeze actually looks like a wrestler now. Yeah. He doesn't look like a fool. They showed a different side of him. <laughs> and he's looking to go after the Dream. It does show, you know, a more serious side. To Tyler Breeze, yeah. Mm, the dueling chance already as we get a Colonel type to start. Breeze on the go behind, but the dream grabbing the arm with a grind. He is gyrating. Well, both men showing behind behind all the uh, the makeup and the sparkles. There's serious wrestling going on. As Dream looks at the unpretty, uh, as Breeze looks at the unpretty, I think Dream realised 
Tyler Breeze perching himself up in the corner. He puts his foot up and says, no, not today. As Dream grabs a leg, brings him down to the mat, but Tyler Breeze ducking everything he has to offer. You know. Well, that was nice by Tyler tying up the arm, hits a backbreaker, and he gets a one. One. And then eliminates Breeze from the Royal Rumble, breaking his extravagant gold necklace. Well, now it's time for Tyler Breeze to show what he's all about. Oh. As Breeze looks to go flying but gets caught with a huge uppercut. Upper what? As he tries to leave the ring. Well, Dream back in with a back elbow. And then easily springs up, hits a double axe smash. Looking for the lion salt for the cover. One, two, no, only a one. One. And Breeze using his years of experience now going on the outside, catching his breath. Would you say the Fandango getting involved and potentially costing <laughs> that would Velveteen be Dream? Brilliant, yeah. And the Dream got and Breeze taking a breath. Grabbing the leg of Dream, wrapping him around the ring post. Oh, and that did a lot of damage there. You can hear the Dream screaming. Might pop that knee out of socket. Breeze up on the apron. Off of a huge forearm. And Tyler Breeze bringing it now. Certainly is a Breeze that means business. Can smell blood in the water. And Dream trying to get a harm's way. Oh, Breeze looking to come flying off. Dream catches him. And then Tyler lands on the back of Velveteen. Yeah, Dream just trying to get back to it now as he gets in the ring. Velveteen Dream potentially looking for the Dream Valley driver, but Breeze with a black backslide. Oh my god, leapfrog by Dream and he landed badly on the knee. Single leg Boston. Well, and that was beautifully getting into it by Tyler Breeze. Can he keep it in? Well, the Dream squirming and now he's put in position. It's cinched in deep. Oh, and Velveteen gets to that bottom rope. <laughs> well, Velveteen did just slap Breeze and maybe that was a mistake. Well, Tyler Breeze stomping the mud hole and walking it dry. Just picking Dream up and just clocking him with the forearms to the head. Drop kick eliminates Velveteen Dream from the Royal Rumble. Well, this Breeze is more focused and more dangerous than I think we've ever seen in NXT at this moment in time. He really is beating up Velveteen Dream as he goes to the outside. <clears throat> Are you thinking of changing your mind? Well, Velveteen Dream with a super kick there, taking Breeze out. Change my mind on what? The, the prediction? Yeah. No, I still think the Dream, because Breeze has been in control. But I'm impressed with what I've seen. And the Dream might be looking to get a count-out victory now. Roughly up to six. But the Dream not going to take the count-out. It's going after Breeze. Bouncing his head off the announce table. And now a more aggressive side to Velveteen Dream. He knows his title's on the line. Seven times. The referee threatening to uh, DQ Velveteen Dream. And Dream's like, do you know who I am? Or maybe he has lost it with Breeze. He's got the title belt. And the phone. And he wants to be North American champion. He's taking a selfie with Tyler Breeze. Until about mocking a man there. And the Dream's eyes are definitely off the ball at the moment. Found a chance for Velveteen. He's looking for Tyler Breeze who catches him with a huge super kick. And Breeze looking at the championship, realising what's on the line. Dream Valley driver. One, two, no. Kick out by Breeze. Oh. Velveteen going up for the purple Rainmaker elbow. Well, can he finish Tyler Breeze off? But no, rolling to the apron. But the Dream's going to come back on the attack. Breeze slides in between the legs. But gets caught. No, gets away. Step up into Guru. Well, every time Dream looks like he's going to put Breeze away, Breeze finds a way to stay in this match. And Tyler Breeze looking to go up top now. Flying cross body. Dream rolls through. One, two. No. Breeze managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. But the Dream showed his power, pushing down Breeze. Single leg takedown up into the fireman's carry. And Breeze with the backslide. Well, nearly into the referee gets the leg caught. 
And now Dream's going to look for the DDT. Now Breeze pushes him off. Knee to the jaw. Super kick. Oh, my God. And Breeze came close there, but Dream managed to kick out. Ah. I, I, I don't like having a go at the commentary, because I know you do. But Nigel did it a lot in, in the, I think, the first match of Roderick Strong, and I hear it not with Mara and Arlo, of them saying, oh, my God, this match is over. And then they get the shot. Well, of course, if you keep saying that, the ma- it, 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 I'll suspend my disbelief no more. And Breeze now has got Dream. Going to look for the unprettier. My Dream looking for the backdrop, though. Breeze lands on his feet, trying to lock in the unprettier for a second time. Breeze backs him up into a corner. Uh, Dream backs him up into a corner. Well, a huge back elbow there, but Breeze managing to pull Dream back in a corner. Into a big boat springboard, but gets caught with a drop kick. And now Breeze going to look to put Dream away. Right, Breeze turns it into his corkscrew DDT. No, Breeze kicking out. Oh, well, maybe it's the story the Dream can't put Tyler Breeze away because he's been on top the majority of this match. You say last five. We've got some internal bleeding, but not from the mouth, it's from the ear. Oh my god, Dream. That's even more deadly. Dream's busted Breeze's brain up. And we can see them talking to each other. And Breeze won't let go of the leg of Dream. And Dream just fighting Breeze off. And looking to go up and finish things. Here he comes Breeze up again. Sweeps the leg of Dream. Crutches him on the top turnbuckle. And what's Breeze going to attempt on Dream? He's got it draped on that turnbuckle. Just drags him off. Dream picks him up and slams him face first into the mat. Well, I think Breeze took too long there to hit the defensive move. And it gave Dream the chance to get up. Oh, my word. Breeze with a huge knee to the jaw. Well, now Breeze has got Dream up. I don't know what he's going to look for, but Dream reversing it. He's going to go for a tombstone. No, reversed. Well, Dream reverses it. And neither man being able to get the tombstone. Another back elbow. Dream up top. Breeze, Breeze went... looking to catch him. Well, he tried to catch him with a drop kick like earlier, but Dream had it scouted. Drops down. Rolls looking for the Dream Valley driver. Hits the unprettier on Breeze. One. Two, oh. no. Tyler managing to kick out. Oh. Dream trying to put Breeze away with his own finisher. Here comes Dream off with a purple Rainmaker, but no Breeze with the leg up. Arm caught. Oh, Breeze trying to send him into the turnbuckle, but Dream caught himself. Super kick to the forehead. Arm prettier. Breeze in the cover. One, One two. two. Oh. <laughs> Oh, for Tyler Breeze. Oh, my God. But somehow Dream managing to kick out. Ah. Well, I thought we had a new North American champion there. And what can it take? What will it take to put the Dream away? Breeze gave it his best shot and Dream might be out. But he's still breathing. He might be dead weight at the moment. Or is he playing possum? Hello, possums. I want to show the Dream Valley driver. No. Small package. Two. Oh. No. He's kicking out. And he hit the kick, but oh! Spinning heel kick, but Dream rolls to the outside. Well, if Luck's on your side, he falls in. Breeze gets the cover. He lucks out, falls to the outside, hits those wafer thin mats. How thin are those mats, Dan? Um, they're slightly thicker than the WWE ones. Oh. But they're still mere millimetres thick, like wafer thin mats over pure concrete. And Breeze is not happy. Or if we count the Breeze, after all the punishment these men have taken on each other, can't get Dream back in. And Breeze getting in saying, the ref, like, stop counting. I can't win that way. Oh, and Dream got the title and tried to use it on Breeze, but he caught it. Dream Valley driver. And now he's the right top. Purple Rainmaker elbow. 
one, two, three. Well, Dream wins, but thank well, thanks for using that title. That's under shady means. Um, Dan, what do you think of that match? Um, it wasn't a terrible match. It was it was very good. I think Tyler Breeze actually completely shone in this match. It was absolutely fucking brilliant. And does it plant the seeds of a hill turn with Breeze using that title in that way to cause a distraction where maybe Breeze was a better man one-on-one? Yeah, Dream, Dream using the title. Does it plant the hill seed for Velveteen Dream using the championship belt to beat Tyler Breeze? I think it does, yeah. But, you know, he, he just played it more intelligently. Was he actually intending to use it or did he just want to distract him long enough so he could hit the Dream Valley driver and the elbow? Was it more intelligence... Than devious means. Well, I don't know. It just seems a little bit weird if he's going to use it as a weapon there. But Tyler Breeze, like I said, excellent performance and another great match at Takeover. Breeze can be hold his head high with his performance. It means we both get another point, so that's two points all after a third match. As Dream gets a victory here, moves on as North American champ. Well, Dream with a title and now with Tyler Breeze's phone as well. And what's Breeze going to do? And Dream taunting Tyler Breeze, saying that he's a champion. You can have your phone back, though. You can have your phone. I'm keeping my title. Dream poses, waving to his fans. But Breeze stops him. Says, no, mate, you didn't win. But Tyler's offering a selfie with the champ. Is this Breeze's way of showing respect? Well, last time he shared a selfie, Tyler Breeze cheap shot at Dream, but not this time. Breeze with a little sign of respect there, and I like that, as Dream walks away. Makes Dream look like a star. Breeze looks cool as well. But Dream, you know, he said he's got heel tendencies, but you see him embracing all the fans on the way out, so he can't be that turned. No, I think as a character there, you have to be careful as well, because you don't want to just say, you know, just because of certain tendencies, that's why he's going to get booed for. But this is the character that can have a lot of mileage either way, you know, as a full-out babyface, or as a heel kind of looking down on everybody, because he is better, you know, and I think that's where Velveteen Dream can come along. As for Tyler Breeze, I hope he gets more success. In NXT, now he's a permanent fixture. Indeed, yes. And then we go on to... Uh... Wow, so he's here for, for Damian Priest. He'll be debuting soon. That'll be interesting at TakeOver. But up next, it gets more interesting because the Women's Championship is on the line. It's Shania Baszler versus Io Shirai. And let's have a look at the promo. I think I am the best in Japan. A Tokyo sports newspaper named her the top wrestler in Japan. I did everything I could in Japan. I needed NXT. She is known as the genius of the sky, and now she's here. I have to prove I'm the best here, too. Can I talk about how everybody that has tried to take this title is gone? Ember Moon? Gone. Nikki Cross? Gone. Kyrie Sane? She's gone too. Shayna Baszler has tormented the NXT women's locker room. The heroic Kyrie wouldn't stay down. Tap out now! Do yourself a favor! So I forced her to. Oh, but here comes the ultimate! Kyrie is my best friend. They're gonna make you watch! No! Now I've got to do it! Oh my god! The look of horror on Heo's face, she knows. I'm going to stomp out her dreams of ever winning this title. I can respect Io's fighting spirit. Here comes the horsewomen led by Shayna Baszler. But what I will never respect 
Candice LeRae is going to pay a price. Our dumb decisions. Here comes the genius of the sky as she caught a kendo stick. It's eye for an eye. The frustration, the fury. I want the NXT Women's Championship. I want it for me. She's all out of friends. I want it for Kyrie. She's all out of weapons. And I want it for the entire women's division. And I still have all my backup. That takeover, I'm going to kick your ass. So what I thought the build up for this, well, Io Shai is hell of a talent. You know, my pick for the May Young Classics, come to NXT, have been a breath of fresh air for the women's division, which quite frankly has been destroyed by the one and only Shania Baszler. And uh, as we've seen with the help of Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke, they've taken out everything that means, everything that is important to Io Shai, whether it be her best friend or whether it be the title opportunities, that's what they've done, and tonight is a chance for come up. And Io Shai's not going to take it anymore. We've seen it with Kendo Stick, we've seen it with the attacks, and we saw a bit of respect for Candice Ray, who will be in her corner. Uh, she is ready to beat Basler and send Shania Basler away. It's been it's been a long title reign. Doesn't mean it's been impressive. Dan, what have you thought of the build up to this match? It has been it has been weak. You know, I'm I'm really not impressed by Shania Basler or what she represents or what she's trying to achieve. You know, again, I'll reiterate: if she wants to be perceived as a badass, she should do it on her own. Yeah, without a doubt. And I don't think she's going to be on her own here tonight. But I think uh, Shai uh, is is just you know ultra talented as well. And I think she's she's given what she's been given. She's been good with. And I think one-on-one, it won't be a bad match until we get the standard stuff that we expect for a Baszler match, as we... which is a bit of a shame, really, you know, but still. Dan, who have you gone for in this match? We are tied at the moment. We've not gone any different so far. Uh, still, NXT Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. Oh, my God. Well, I've gone for and new NXT Women's Champion, Io Shai. So we've gone different... It's going to be very interesting. Uh, so, Baszler, if she's going to beat Shy, what she have to do, Dan? Keys to victory. Um, there's only two keys to this victory here, and it's Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. <laughs> well, I think you know, Shy has, but it's. Uh, I think she has to avoid the Kira through the clutch. We've seen how dangerous that is, and a one-on-one situation. Situation. I truly believe you know, Shy has got the better of Baszler. So it depends on what Shafir and Duke do tonight. And Candice Reyes said she's got her back. We don't know who else might be here who had enough of what Baszler's been doing to the women's division. So Shai comes out to a great reception with Wait Baszler. <clears throat> and here she goes. She's got Shafir and Duke. But she said to him, stay in the back. She's going to do it herself. So the Queen of Spades is out here now. And I don't believe it's going to be one-on-one. Just don't believe it. And Baszler comes out. And of course she's going to be confident holding the NXT Women's Championship as long as she has. But I don't think she can beat Io Shai one-on-one. If she does, then, you know, credit to her. And like I said, I know we've gone different, but it's not all about that. It's about Baszler putting on a performance here. And can she try and equal Oscar's record, maybe, as women's champion? Now face-to-face with Shai. Well, the Queen of Spades is here. Io Shai here, and she is fully focused to become champion. She's not the smiling assassin we usually see. She's got a serious look on her face. But you talk about confidence, and Baszler is a confident champion. Just to replace that fuck Charlie. Oh, yeah, she's gone. Like Percy Jackson slash Watson, who would never be Percy Jackson. So we go to Bell Riggs and Shy on the attack early, but gets caught by Baszler. 
Dear, that looked really awkward. And Baszler there just snapped Mariner down, goes for the kick, just showing what she can do. Well, Shirai straight back up and into Baszler's face. Clean break, Baszler turns it round, Snapmare down. Well, again, going for the kick, Shirai blocked it, but the elbow was put in position. I found a way out of that, though. Snapmare of her own, faking the kick and just delivering a huge slap to the face of Baszler. Well, we talk about the aggressive side of Shirai. And we're seeing it now. Yeah, Shirai running circles around Basler in this early going. What a lovely drop kick there, sending Basler to the outside. Shirai building ahead of steam. Basler just steps out of the way. Using a little bit of intelligence, but not seeing a clear picture. And baseball slide by Shirai. Takes down Basler. Well, Shirai sends Basler in. Now looking to go up top. The genius of the sky. Second rope. Uh-oh. Gets her leg and dragged off by Basler. That's not good now, Baszler targeting the arm. And a huge kick, she's getting position. Shires is in all sorts of trouble. Oh. oh! Straight onto the elbow. Well, that causes trouble. And we saw that's what happened to Kari Sane. Got taken out by Baszler. So would you be less upset if Baszler won this without the help of Duke and Shafir? Yeah, I think so. Because I think that's the character if they're trying to portray it, do it. Because otherwise it just makes it look weak. Because the problem is, it's like having the Spirit Squad helping you out. They're weak in themselves, so what's the point? It's not like you've got the Road Warriors there, do you know what I mean? So, this is what I find with Baszler. That's a very interesting use of uh, <laughs> stable mates. Yeah. You've gone from uh, the Spirit Squad to the Road Warriors. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like the kind of, the cool factor who you'd want in your corner. I'd rather have Mikey and Kenny. <laughs> Well, you know, each to the moment, no, no offence to Spirit Squad. But now, uh, maybe I'm trying to deflect from the fact that Baszler is going to take control of this now and work the arm over for Shi'ai. And my prediction is in serious trouble. Well, they might surprise us all and uh, everyone gets involved. <laughs> Shi'ai's going to get the comeback. They'll come running out, distract the referee. Candice Ray will come out for one, but the other one will get the title belts. It'll be horrible shenanigans. Shai screwed yet again. And everyone in cahoots. Exactly. And then Baszler just carries on doing this in every single match. Till the end of time. Baszler's 39 years old. Jesus Christ, he ain't got that long left. Not in life, I meant in wrestling, you know. Be morbid. Well, I don't want to be morbid. And now she's tying Shai up like a pretzel. And now, got, and, <laughs> and now Baszler's just got Shai. Shai trying to get to her feet. The crowd trying to get behind her. But Baszler's just so suffocating. Bit of separation now. Goes for the German, but it gets blocked by Baszler, who cuts the arm. Shane is just powering out of it, whipping Io Shirai over, kicking the back of her head. So do you think Baszler's heat is actual heel heat or just hate heat? I just think people don't really like it. It's kind of boring, you know. It, I don't mind this style of match, but when it happens in every match, you kind of get a little bit bored from it. And I think that's what Baszler does. There's no other option for her, you know. It's just this type of thing. And if she's going to get beat, it will be rolled up with a submission or something like that. I, I, you know, a clean victory is probably going to be out of the question when it comes for her, which I hope I'm wrong with, you know. I'd love to see the, the moonsault get the job done, but... You just kind of know she's going to catch Shai as she comes off the top with a Kira Fudi clutch. Oh, this time Shirai moving her arm out of the way, saving it from the kick. Well, Shai managing to dodge a kick and then the knee. And now he's trying to pick her up again for that German. Hits it, folds her up, but hasn't got enough strength to go for the cover. And there we go, Baze's game plan. Couldn't get the pin there. She's going to come back to haunt Eo. Both women up to their feet. Io Shirai, though, knocking Basler down, not once, but twice. 
Winding up for the third. 619. And shall I build a momentum? Bad arm and all. Baze don't know where she is at the moment. Here comes Sh Springboard. Beautiful drop kick. Only a two count. Two. Couldn't get the job done. Still trying to shake some life into that left arm. But Basler up. Trading blows. Rocking Eo Shirai. Huge forearms. And Shai seems to... Ducks it. Got a cross face locked in. And she's got full extension. The base is in the middle of the ring at the moment. Can't go anywhere right now. Basler now just trying to pick up Shai. Powers are up. Drops her onto the mat. Oh, Shai went to the outside. And Basler's going to go following. And we don't really see her this high up before, but going to bring her in the hard way. And now she's just lifting her up by her arm, trying to extend a lot more pressure onto it. Io Shirai's fighting out as much as she can, leaving Basler perched on the second rope. And Shai springboard drop kick. Sends Basler crashing to the outside. And Shai desperate for being women's champion. Going to take a risk, looking to go all the way up for the moonsault. Lands on Basler. Well, Shai takes out Basler and herself. Can Shai get Basler back in and try and take advantage? Shai all the way up now. Seated missile dropkick from the top. Uh, Shirai's starting to get a bit of steam now. Running knees in the corner. Well, that attributed a bit to Kari Sane. As now stepping over Basler, looking to maybe go up, use the moonsault. Oh, oh dear. Who the fault, Marina Shafir? Jasmine Duke! Yeah! Oh, Candice Laredo with her kendo stick. And a kendo stick attacking both Shafir and Duke. <laughs> Candice, the numbers game might be too much. They're both trying to fight her off. Well, Candice is not finished just yet. Flying crossbody takes out both women. And Shai looking on at a friend, but forgetting Baze is there. Recovering in the ring. Oh, God. Well, now we know. Oh, no, Baze are rolling up, Shai. One, One two. two. Oh, oh, no. Eo managing to kick out. Oh. Forearm by Shai, but Baze with the kicks. Kirafuga clutch. Shai's desperately trying to fight. Leg caught, huge uppercut by Shirai. Now Shirai stepping over, looking for the moonsault. Moonsault, no! no Basler moves out of the way, forearmed. Kurafuga clutch. Shirai rolls through two. Oh, oh no, Basler kicking out. Oh. Kick to the head. <clears throat> and now Shirai going to try and roll Baser up. Sits through. Oh, two. No, into the Kurafuga clutch. And Baser's got Shai. And Shai made a mistake, got on her back. And this might be the end now. Tap, tap, tap. Might be going out. She's trying everything she's got. But the dream's coming to an end. Fans chanting for her. For how much more she got left. No, Shai. Slowly fading out. Baser grabbing her leg. Just rolling through with Shai. Everything she's got. And Shai, well, she's not tapping, but she's passing out. <sighs> well, Baszler makes Shai tap out here at TakeOver. And Dan is actually in the lead of saying, but not a bad match. But we, I just you knew how it was going to go, didn't you? And I guess that's why you put Baszler. James, I know WWE creative when it comes to NXT. And yeah, I know exactly how it's going to go. At TakeOver 25, Baszler reigns supreme. And Shai's not finished. And she's lost it. Going to attack with Baszler away and attacking her well the match is over but Shai's not finished hits the moonsault from the top and that's just how short she was from winning the match and Shai wants Candice to get in with a and Shai well I was not happy about it 
And now he's got the chair. Oh. And a moonsault with a chair on top of Basler. Hurting herself, but hurting Shayna a lot worse. And I think Io Shirai has put herself in contention to be the next number one contender for again. Well. But anyway, after all of that, the scores are, James, because I know you won't want to uh, announce them, but it is three to me and two to you so far with one match remaining. Yeah. Well, Let's just hope we've gone for different. Well, what's the point of Shirai doing that now? Oh, you can set up another hardcore match. That's great. Yeah, just string it along a little bit. I mean, Baszler, I mean, I'm sorry, but what's the point of Baszler being women's champion right now? There is no need for it. Oh, I'd have literally anyone else but her. <laughs> I Do you feel this strongly about points, James? <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking... I don't care. I'm... Is that Pete Dunne? <laughs> and a crowd chanting, you deserve it to Shayna Baszler as she lays in a beaten down mess, wearing the wounds of war after the uh, vicious assault from Io Shirai. Well, so after that, we get huge news and mark it on your calendars. We will be live again. August 31st for the next NXT UK takeover in Cardiff, Wales. But you said something interesting about that. Yes, it is the same day as uh, All Elite Wrestling's All In pay-per-view. Oh, so they're being all that up as a big one and takeover being there. Will that, you know, make people have to make a choice? Do you think a lot of people watch AEW, watch NXT? It'll be a choice. Same choice as NJPW, uh, same date and time as NJPW as well. So WB means business, what NXT does as an alternative. And uh, the grandest prize in NXT, of course, is the NXT Championship. And that's on the line next is Johnny Gargano defends against Adam Cole. Now in studio, NXT champion of Cleveland's own Johnny Gargano. Quite a year for you, I would say. I'm just living a dream every single day. And I'm extraordinarily lucky. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how any of this happened. <laughs> Johnny Gargano coming from Cleveland and bringing that NXT championship home. I can't even describe it because it's magical. This is what happens when you refuse to take no for an answer. I like making people believe that anything is possible. But I stand here proudly, finally, Johnny Champion. I can't stop thinking about TakeOver New York. It makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. Last shot by Adam Cole! Adam Cole wins the first fall! If this was any other NXT Championship match, Adam Cole would be standing before you right now being interviewed as the NXT Champion. The funniest thing to me now is watching Johnny as the champion. I beat you in the middle of the ring in New York. He knows he was never meant to be the NXT champion. You did beat me in the first fall, but then I beat you two straight. I poured my heart out in that ring because I love this. I walked in to take over New York as Johnny Gargano. I walked out as Johnny Champion. If Adam Cole wins, I don't know what happens to NXT. I've taken NXT to new heights with the Undisputed Era. I want the fame. I want the glory. I want the magazine covers. 
There's not a thing that Johnny Gargano can do that is gonna stop me from getting what's mine. I'm fighting for the world right now. Johnny's trying to put the weight of the world on his shoulders, and it's crumbling underneath. Adam Cole has told the world that he can beat me on his own. For the first time in your life, Adam Cole, tell the truth. I dare you. Undisputed Era's numbers proving to be too much. This is a message for everybody out there. Undisputed Era is going nowhere. As long as my heart's still beating, I will not stop until no. Johnny's championship is over my shoulder. One-on-one, -on -one, man to man. Adam Cole, Johnny Wrestling, will be NXT champion. That—that's undisputed. So, Dan, what have you thought of the build-up to this match? It has been quite um, interesting. We've seen uh, Johnny Gagano going home, front out the first pitch for a Cleveland baseball team, going to the Cleveland Browns radio show. Um, Adam Cole says, look, you know, I've beaten you in a title match, but it was the best two or three falls. Johnny Gagano said, look, you know, well, I'll give you another match then. If you think you can beat me in one fall, let's go for it. Uh, Adam Cole's kind of uh, blamed his partners for his loss in that match as well. It's kind of caused a bit of friction, but Undisputed Era said they're stronger than ever now. I'm not sure how that's going to stand up with Adam Carlson as though its other three teammates have lost tonight. Um, but Johnny Gagano is Johnny Champion, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Takeover, whatever you want to call him, he is carrying that big gold belt. But has he taken his eyes off the prize? You know, he's been with seeing his family... He's been with all his friends and, you know, sh showing Goldie off as Adam Cole. He's been on the house shows working hard and defeating people like Matt Riddle and others on his quest to hold the title again. And, look, I know Gagano did the maths on NXT and said, like, he won two. But Cole did get the first full, so I think it's vital here tonight. You know, Adam Cole, in his mind, thinks in a one-full match he can beat Gagano first. And I think this is the question we're going to ask ourselves. You see it for the title. It's two guys who are... Known for being in NXT, you know, Gagano, we talked about his journey from DOI and Adam Cole, Undisputed Era. It's one of these matches for a second time. Has it got the impact? Does it deserve to be the main event of TakeOver 25? Yes, I think it does. You know, you can definitely tell this is a grudge match. It's not up to the standards of Gagano Chompers grudge matches, but I don't think anything will be for a very, very long time. But Adam Cole, as much as he annoys me, he is one of the two, three, four top guys on NXT at the moment. So, you know, he is one of the only other legitimate people that can actually go for the title right now. Well, I think Agano's better chasing the championship as well, as we've seen with his journey. Uh, and that's why, prediction-wise, I've gone Adam Cole here tonight. Dan, who have you gone for? If you've gone the same as me, it means you win a paper, NXT takeover. And it'll be the fifth I win. For a long, long time. Yeah, first outright win since Blackpool. Who have you gone for? Adam Cole. Okay, so you've gone for the man you hate, but I think you're thawing with that recently with his performances. Um, I like what he does in the ring. I'm not going to start chanting baby every time someone says Adam Cole. Um, it's just the outside interference that bugs me with it. Well, will we see outside interference and will Cole believe he can beat Johnny Gagano one-on-one? Oh, great. We've got a guy coming out and rapping alongside Adam Cole. Just what we wanted. Just um, just a little backstory on this fella here. He was uh, he was on Twitter lopping over 
Adam Cole's theme tune, and um, he's now performing at NXT TakeOver Live. Josiah Williams, the fella's name is. Well, he's out here with Adam Cole, who's getting quite a reception. And he is a cool motherfucker. I'd start to like Adam Cole. He's got the crowd behind him. He delivers in ring. And he, he's showing that. He talk about he's not being another Shawn Michaels. He's being the first Adam Cole. And listen to this pop as well. And a crowd are definitely behind him in Connecticut. Don't get me wrong. I think if he'd have come in as a solo act, I might have got behind him a bit more. He's alone. Well, apart from with this uh, rapping fellow. But let's hope he doesn't get involved in this match, yeah. <laughs> but... Will we see the rest of the Undisputed Era? Will he try and go this one alone? Well, we don't know. As Johnny, uh, we wait Johnny Gagano as Undercard gets a huge reception. Well, Johnny Gagano Coming out as Captain America. Well, he's been captain of NXT these past couple of years, and now he leaves as champion. But will he fall on his shield here tonight against Adam Cole? Well, they're not that, Christian. Well, Gagano's out here, and he's ready for action here tonight. <coughs> you got to say... Cole's getting the bigger cheer than Gagano. You've got to wonder if the Cole fans are in the house. They want to see a change here, like we do. And the keys to victory. And Adam Cole knows he can beat Johnny Gagano. Both men know they can beat each other. Who's going to beat the other first? Will Adam Cole use the Undisputed Era as help to come out here and get the job done? Will he prove once and for all that he can beat Johnny Wrestling? Is Johnny Wrestling's mind elsewhere? These are the questions we hope to be answered as the bell rings. And the action begins. Each man just facing off at the moment. Know each other so well by now. And I think the big fan is NXT. That gets a huge chant. <coughs> so we've both gone for Adam Cole in this match. Can we see an NXT led by Adam Cole? I think so. I think he's ready now. We talk about position in the card. And being used for too long. He lost too many big matches. And has his chance to finally show in the next six months. Until he loses it to Matt Riddle. That he can be a great NXT champion. Before they on to the go up and gets completely misused in the main roster, you know. So it's the same for Johnny Gagano. Let's just appreciate the fact he's going to be involved in a great wrestling match here before he gets demoted to 205 Live after he doesn't know how to use him. Both men trying to feed each other out. Quite a quick pace to start it. Adam Cole looking for the last shot. Gagano ducking out of the way. And both men just sitting there staring at each other. Well, both men had a classic at the last takeover and looking to literally take to the next level now. As Cole goes to the outside. Cole's just going to take his time. He's looking behind him. And that threat is always there if he needs it. Offering Adam Cole to step into his world. Adam Cole just taking his time to get back in. So who do you think is more confident going into this match then? Adam Cole knowing that he's won the first bout when they had the two out of three falls. Or Johnny Gagano being the champion at the moment. I think the most confident out of the two would be Adam Cole, weirdly enough. Because I think Johnny knows what it's like to lose it all. And I think that's always going to be in the back of his mind, no matter how confident he says he is his champion. Whereas Adam Cole's got to have that belief, because even when things aren't going well, he believes he's the best, best thing in NXT. And he believes he deserves to be in the main event and to be the guy. So that confidence is going to try and lead him through this match. Can Gagano beat it out of him? That's the question. Can Cole actually doubt himself? As he hits a huge forearm. Can Cole just trade now? Will we see the Undisputed Era? This is the thing. I reckon we will at some point. We saw Gagano dispatch them at last takeover. But will it help Cole? Will it not? We don't know. I don't think we will. I don't think we'll see Carl O'Reilly anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not to the hospital, it's a big mistake. Coming over the head of Cole. Both men running the ropes. Hess is a takedown from Gagano. Cole again going to the outside. 
Is Johnny Wrestling going to be Johnny Flying? As he looks to spring over the top, lands on the apron. Oh, Cole ducking everything Gagano has to offer. Catching his foot. Gagano with a planter off the edge of the ring apron. And there seems to be that each man's got an answer for the other. So you have to try a different bit of varied offense, maybe put your body on the line. That's what we just saw with Gagano, but it paid off. And he throws Adam Cole back in. And Cole rolls all the way through the ring to the outside to try and get some sanctuary. Oh, looking to deliver a step up in Seguri to Gagano as he was leaning through the ropes. Gagano moves out of the way, catches Cole with a double foot stump on the arm. Colin might be in serious trouble now. We know that Gagano loves the Gagano escape. And a huge stomp on the arm. Now Gagano putting Cole's arm over the apron and snapping it down. And you hear the dueling chance now as Adam Cole a little bit trouble. Gagano can sniff it. He's going to work over that arm. Who do you think the quicker wrestler is between Gagano and Cole? I think Gagano has it slightly. Because as we've seen Cole, we know he can definitely bring it, but you talk about technical skill as well. I think it got over So then it depends if you look in the strength area there. Maybe Cole's got it over Gagano, but he didn't use that really as his moveset. But that's nice by Gagano hooking up the leg there, just pushing back on that lower back. Well, there's not a chance of Cole submitting here, but there's a chance of just wearing him down. You see Gagano on the attack with the arm. Now Gagano got the arm, but Cole went low with a kick. Backed up into the corner, but Gagano follows up in. Step up in Seguri there. Cole will look rocked. And now Gagano might be looking for the superplex. He's got the arm instead. And brilliant by Adam Cole there. Super kicking the leg out from Gagano. That right leg. And it bounced off that bottom rope. And that will start serious problems for Gagano. We see the arm troubling Cole. Well, now it's the leg of Johnny. Now he's got the leg set up in that second rope. And just going to work on it. Great strategy by Cole. You can't blame him for that. Solid mistake. Taking advantage of it. Indeed, yes. Intelligent wrestling. Let's say, you know, as, as annoying as I might find him, he has got good ring IQ. And I was just planting Gagano's leg into the mat, working over that right knee. And just when it looked like Gagano had control, Cole switched it back round. Gagano trying his best to fight out. There's no doubt Adam Cole's got multiple game plans for this matchup. But if he can beat Gagano one-on-one, it will shut everyone up. Whoever doubted him takes Gagano out low. Goes to the second rope. Drop kick to the knee. And Cole's looking very pleased with himself. He might even say he's smirking. Uh, he's not, he hasn't got a cigarette in his mouth. He's just happy about the attack on Gagano's leg. Just wearing the champion down. The old adage of a one-legged man and an kicking contest. What about it? Well, they're not going to have a lot of luck, are they, really? Well, Zach Gow didn't do too bad. Well, to be fair, Zach Gow, first off, they hired the wrong Zach to begin with, the one-legged wrestler to begin with. And then he just had a couple of matches with uh, McMahon. They turned him heel. That'd work. When Alan Cole's got Gagano, sends him to the turnbuckle. And again, working over that right knee of Gagano, draping him on the ropes. And Cole still feeling a bit of pain in that left arm. Gagano with a small package, but Cole managing to kick out. Ah. Uh-huh. And I go straight back down to that knee. Oh, Cole off the top, but gets caught by Gagano, who plants him with a powerbomb. And now finally Gagano can get a little bit of separation, maybe get second breath now. It's been Cole for the past few minutes. But again, one mistake, Cole jumping into trouble there. Unnecessarily jumping into trouble. This is the thing, they feel like they've got to take a risk to take home the, the prize, but again, put themselves in all sorts of trouble there. Johnny wrestling Adam Cole chant going throughout the crowd again. Cole went low, Gagano managed to turn him round. Cole thrown him into the corner, Gagano pounces straight back out and on him though, a couple of clothesline takedowns. Ducks Cole's clothesline attempt, belly to belly overhead suplex. That is brilliant by Gagano, dodges through with Cole, turns him round. 
Rolls through with a kick to the head. Step up into Guri in the corner. Face first into the mat from the second rope. Goes for the cover. But Cole managing to kick out. Oh. Well, Cole put Gagano on the apron. Looked to leap in. Cole fainted with a super kick but got caught. Gagano second time lucky though with a spear through the second ropes. Goes for the cover. But no, Adam Cole with a kick out. Oh. Gagano's legs cause him a little bit of trouble. And now Gagano putting Adam Cole on that top turnbuckle. And Cole managing to block it. And now looking to maybe powerbomb Gagano. But no, Gagano powering Cole up. Cole with a backslide though. Sunset flip. Oh, but Cole catches Gagano with a backstabber. Oh. Two count. Two. Well, Cole now's got Johnny wrestling in all sorts of trouble in the middle of the ring. And now Cole's picking up Gagano and his shoulder's blocking it. Gagano leaped through. Cole blocked him with the arm. And now step up his Gury by Adam Cole. Picks Gagano up on his shoulders in a torture rack. Oh, job. Goes for the cover back. Gagano again managed to get shoulder up at two. Two. Well, it's incredible offense by both men. But both men not showing any kind of giving up yet. The crowd chart for Adam Cole and Gagano. He's on that second turnbuckle and Gagano grabbing a leg. Cole, Cole is knocking Gagano down. Here comes Cole. But Gagano had it scouted. Both men just clothesline forearmed. Both feigning super kicks. Both hesitated. And then catching one each. Adam Cole with a second to Johnny Gagano's one. Gagano, uh, Cole off the top. Gagano with a super kick. <laughs> well, incredible stuff there from both men. They find themselves on the outside. Now Gagano and Cole. Oh! Dual super kicks. Both men down and out. Well, maybe these men are just there to fight for eternity. Maybe they can't get the job done on one another. Referee going to count. Seven. Eight, nine. Gagano springs over the top, plants Cole with a DDT, straight into the cover. No, only a two count. Two. Down. Can't believe what's happening at the moment. He's about just trading blow for blow. As Gagano's got Adam Cole. The fans can't fight forever as Gagano works the arm again of Adam Cole. Gagano wrenching the arm rounds. But Cole escaping, looking to go low for a chop block. Gagano with a double foot stomp to the back of Cole's head. Now Gagano, you can look for a super kick now, Cole. Dodge the outside. And that's not going to put Gagano off, though. Oh, Gagano is hesitant to go flying to the outside as he managed to step through the ropes. Cole catches him. And hits him with a huge net break and then throws him in. Here comes Cole again trying to pick up Gagano. Another Ushi Garoshi goes for the cover, but no, Gagano managing to kick out. Oh. Well, Adam Cole wondering what's going to take to get the job done. And now Adam Cole looking to go up. Put Gagano away. He had to try to hit this move earlier. Gagano blocked it. Oh, Gagano looking for a step up in Seguri. Cole catching his foot. Smashing the knee. And then Gagano just ripping Cole off the top turnbuckle by his arm. Looking for a super kick. No, Gagano straight into the Gagano escape. If he gets it locked in, it's going to be all over. And he's got it in and Cole struggling. He's got nowhere to go. And Cole now with a fist in the Gagano escape. And Gagano trying to reach that bottom rope, but got nowhere to go. And Adam Cole just wrenching back on that leg. Woo! And Gagano struggling, but in all sorts of trouble. Going for. Gagano had his shoulders down, but only. Two. Now he's trying to turn the figure four. And Cole again had Gagano down, but he got the shoulder up. And somehow Cole is fighting this. And Gagano's in serious trouble, but just grabbing the arm of Adam Cole. Oh, 
Bill just wrenching his arm round trying to get a twist and he reverses the pressure on the figure four but Cole scrambling to the ropes to get a break. But there's a damage being done to Johnny Gagano's knee. Well, the arm and the leg of each man is in serious trouble. And then Cole checking on the arm, making sure it's a good condition. It's not. Same with Gagano's leg as both men just facing each other now. In the middle of the ring, Cole goes to leap for the leg, but Gagano had it scouted. Now grabs the arm. Cole fighting off with punches. Gagano with the kicks. And it's a war going on now between these two. As Cole goes back to the knee and just bounces it off the mat. And now just pulling away the knee pad. Exposing the right knee. Stomping on it. And it's a complete attack by Adam Cole. And another 50-50 can't, chant. We went for the figure four, got pushed away outside. Suspension DDT by Gagano though, but Cole rolling to the outside. And Gagano, bad leg and all, is going to risk it all now. Draping DDT, reminiscent of course, Tommaso Chuck. And now here comes Gagano. Oh! oh. <laughs> Suicide dive right into a super kick. And now Cole on the apron. Gagano did crash and burn that time. And now here comes Adam Cole. Oh! Oh my God! Like Canadian destroyer on the outside. Gagano may be dead weight. I think even the crowd realised we could have a new champion. One, two, no. Oh. Gagano managing to kick out. Oh. Adam Cole can't. But this match is still going on. And Adam Cole just more and more impressive as you watch him. These two men more and more impressive. And Cole's thinking, what is it going to take? Look at Adam Cole just talking to Johnny Gagano. And saying you're nothing is going to end him now. Exposing the knee pad. Is it time for the last shot from Johnny Wrestling? No, Gagano dodges it. Into the Gagano escape. But Cole turns it round and locks it in on Johnny. Oh my God, will dreams come true in this way? Gagano made Cole tap out with this move. Boots on the other foot. Gagano rolls through. Last shot. One, two, no. Or Cole managing to kick out. Ah. And Gagano's out in a bit of trouble. Both men down. And now Adam Cole and Gagano both fighting the crowd on their feet. Electric here. And Gagano and Cole struggling to get to their feet. And I still don't know which way it's going to go. It's been incredible action so far. Both men tried hitting each other with their best shot. Or with the other man's best shot, shall I say. The vicious and the crowd sharp fight forever. And now just forearm shots from both men. And just forearm shots. And Gagano, that's the advantage. Now Cole blocking it. Gagano bouncing off the ropes, but straight into a big boot. Front and back of his head. But springs over Lariat, turning Cole inside out. And now Gagano with a kick. No, Cole hits one of his own. But Gagano hits one back. Gagano, oh! Reverse Rana. Reverse Okarana. Cole off the ropes with the last shot. One, two, oh! Well, Gagano managing to kick out. Oh. Well, that means Gagano's going to win it now. Well, unbelievable. The crowd going mental. They thought that was it. Gagano showing the heart of the champion, managing to kick out. Oh. And what an incredible exchange. Reverse Hurricane Runner. And the last shot. Charting AW, you want the repost from WWE. Well, you're getting it here at TakeOver. This incredible main event right now. Well, I think uh, NXT has uh, doubled All Elite. And Cole going to the outside. But he's done this so far one-on-one. But what's he looking for? 
A steel chair, but it's not a no DQ match. No, you don't want to lose the match. He will be disqualified if he uses a chair. And here comes Gagano. Oh! Suicide dive, but Adam Cole pulls the referee into his way. And the ref's taken out. You don't see that many ref bumps and takeover. And now Cole's got the chair. Ducks here, attempt his shot. Hits a super kick on Cole. Oh, Cole may be out. Gagano throws him in. Goes to the cover. Of course, no official. One, One two, two, three, three. ten. Well, at least a ten count. Gagano can't believe it. Gagano can barely walk. And he's throwing the referee back in. And Alan Cole asking for help. Asking for the Undisputed Era. And Gagano with a chair. Willing to fend him off. And I don't think they're coming. And Gagano there. But Cole with a pole driver to Gagano. Through the ropes. One, two... No, oh. Gagano's still in it. How he get showed up at two? Two. I'll never know. All three men down. <laughs> One of their men is the referee. So was Adam Cole just bluffing, or did the Undisputed Era just not show up? Have they kind of fallen out of favour? Do they not want Adam Cole as their leader? Well, this is the thing. Maybe they want to see Cole doing it by himself, or maybe it's all part of a game plan. One armed and all. Alan Cole looking to put away Gagano. Last shot. Oh, Gagano just falls down. I don't think he was even trying to duck it. He just fell under his own weight. Or is he playing possum? Hello, possums. Well, Gagano looks in serious trouble. And Cole just picking up Gagano. The referee might have to look. No, he no, was. He was playing possum. Locks in the Gagano escape. And this is it. Well, bad leg and all. You can see the positioning. Trying to stop Cole from grabbing it. And the fans wanting Cole to get to the ropes, but he turns it through in all sorts of trouble now. It's just a matter of time. And again, no. that bad leg. Cole's targeting throughout the match. Cole goes low. Both knees. Takes him out. And Cole again off that second turnbuckle. No, Gagano's got a pin. Two. Two. No. Oh, Cole. Uh, Gagano, bad leg and all. Now Cole again. Panama Sunrise off the second rope. Into the... Cole into the cover. One, One two, three. <laughs> oh! And the crowd goes crazy, and Adam Cole is your new NXT champion. And even you got a smile on your face there, Dan. Uh, what an absolute fantastic match. What are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, you know, AEW may have blown WWE pay-per-views out of the water, but who is AEW when you've got NXT around? Well, without a doubt, and I think that's what is proven here tonight. Uh, with with that matchup, Adam Cole is your new NXT champion. What a moment. And finally gets the top of the mountain. And I think he deserves it. An incredible performance by Adam Cole there. And we're going to detail about the main event in just a minute. Which is a fantastic match. But let's just look through the card quickly. We started off with Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Dan, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, it was fast pace. A brilliant opening to the card. And a great story told as well. Um, I think the right man won. Um, and yeah, it was just an absolute humding, a barn burner of a match. Yeah, but a pleasant surprise that we had such a great start with Strong and Riddle. It shouldn't have been that good, and it really, really was. The crowd really helped it, and a great match. I gave it four out of five. Yeah, I gave that four out of five. And then the ladder match when they all decided to kill themselves. Undisputed Era, Street Profits, uh, Lorcan and Birch, and of course, um, oh, what are they called? Forgotten South, forgot them, sorry. Uh, they're involved in the uh, four way. Incredible match again. Like you said, the, the opener was great. And this is like, I'll tell you what, we're going to turn it up. And this is what a live car crash would have looked like. 
with this. It was involved. It was incredible stuff, you know. Yeah, absolutely. A distraction derby. All teams deserve the victory. And uh, I'd just like to say, rest in peace, Kyle O'Reilly's back. Well, uh, list of the Johnny Gagano Wolf for uh, most points for taking the match. Um, what is your rating out of five for that one? I gave that a 4.25. I thought it was slightly better than the opener, but I think it was because there was a bit more car crashing. Yeah, I gave that exactly the same as well, because like I said, it wasn't... I don't know, that when the Riker thing happened, it was good, but it seemed to stop the match in its tracks it, yeah, a little bit. It you slowed know? it down, and yeah. there was a few too many slower moments, yeah. But the Street Profits getting the victory, I think, was great, so I think the same for me. Tyler Breeze versus Velvety Dream North American title. Breeze looked absolutely great. It was, a, again, a very good match. Again, another story told about respect between two guys who are quite similar in ways, but they're absolutely very, very different people. Very different wrestling styles, but they both meshed together really well. Yeah, I I don't think it was like a fantastic takeover match, but I think it was like, you know, when you see like past meet present, I think that's a lot. And I I did quite like the story told in it. So I gave it three and three quarters out of five. I gave that a three and a half. Uh, Baszler versus Saint, uh, Baszler. Baszler versus Shy was next. Um, Well, it wasn't the worst match I've ever seen, but we need anyone but Baszler. I think her course has run its time. I'm not sure if she's like booed because she's a heel or booed just because she's universally hated. There are mixed receptions of her online. Some people like her, some people hate her. But match-wise, it wasn't a bad match until the fucking rest of the four horsewomen came down. You know, it it's things like that that are actually unnecessary. You want Shayna Baszler to be a badass. I've said it before. I keep saying it until I'm blue in the face. She doesn't need help if you want to put her over as a bad eye. I think that's the problem and it affected the match as well. I gave that a three out of five. I gave that a three and a quarter out of five. Yeah, I didn't like that. Then the main event, a brilliantly told story between the two. Gagano, bad leg and all, and with Coley arm. And it's just a perfect wrestling match. I feel it's too long in a way because it was like, oh no, here we go. But I don't think that's a complaint you I usually have. So I'm going to I'm gonna give the devil its due there, if you know what I mean. Um, no, you know, again, it's it's a typical match for the main event on NXT. It kind of starts off slow, a bit of a slow burn, you know, neither man getting a full advantage, which is what I like to see. And then, you know, about halfway in, it starts heating really up. And, you know, the super kicks exchange. Both men are very technically brilliant wrestlers. Yeah. Um, doubt, you, know. you know, full of action, some very, very good spots. Uh, and again, you know, it is refreshing to see Adam Cole getting the victory yeah. and achieving the NXT Championship. I gave that a four and a half out of five. I gave that a four and three quarters out of five. Four and three quarters. So that's both our match of the night. And we talked about the Undisputed Era and they're coming out here to celebrate with a new NXT champion, Adam Cole, baby, as a gun on the outside, ejected. But as a takeover, takeover 25, what are your thoughts on it and score out of 10, Dan? I thought it was an absolutely brilliant pay-per-view. Um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it an 8 and 3 quarters. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 and 3 quarters out of a 10. I thought it was an absolute great match. Um, you know, something that would have improved it, the Shirai Basler match. Without a doubt. And and I think maybe Bree's dream is not as strong as it could have been. Uh, and Strong Riddle, even though it was a great match, it should have had a little bit more meaning to it. And that's why it's still a great pay-per-view, but I don't think we'll be remembering this, apart from the Adam Cole uh, Gagano match for for a long while in highlights off the ladder match as well, but uh, another great takeover. Like I said, it always delivers. All right, Dan. Final thoughts of the takeover. 
Did it do what it wanted you to? It did. It took over what AEW delivered, I believe. In my opinion, I thought it was better than uh, Double or Nothing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think the only thing it didn't deliver on is, which is a shame. But, you know, that's why we've got other takeovers as well. But that is it. Don't forget, our next episode will be the WNR225, where we have the WWE Network Review, the biggest network review of all time. But don't forget, you follow us on Twitter, at WNetReview, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at John Score Rollins. Don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, the WNR Podcast, or send us an email at WNRPodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. Yes, Facebook, come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review podcast. We're across all the Google platforms and podcasts got the same time on YouTube. Uh, there are other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. We're on Spreaker Radio. We've got a live show, Stitch Radio and iTunes. We can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that's not it. There's also another place you're going to be able to find us very soon. It's got all our contact information, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, and you can still do it. It is the WNRpodcast.com, and it should be ready by um, SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam, I hope so, yeah. But we are coming soon to SummerSlam. Of course, we've got the takeovers in August as well, so there'll be a lot of stuff to look forward to. And like I said, the WNR225 is our next one. But I have been James Rowlands, and as always, I was joined by... Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye. <laughs>